So if you have your Bibles, open them with me. And we're going to start in Psalm 16. And Psalm 16, you know, I have a, a verse that I kind of have like as like my key verse uh, for my ministry. And it's found in Psalm chapter 16. And it, it kind of like uh, the way that, that I, I, I came to this verse as really being like, like the feature verse or like that I have in my mission statement. Because I feel like it's, it, it sums up so much in one verse and I'm going to read the whole chapter it's not long follow along with me if, if you have your Bibles because this psalm um, is and I, and I notice a lot of people um, talking talked about not being shaken which is right here in in Psalm 16 so I, I know that we're on the we're, you know we're on the right uh, we're all like-minded here so clearly obviously that we're on the same page so let, let me start Psalm 16 keep me safe O God for in you I take refuge. I said to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you I have no good thing. As for the saints who are in the land, they are the glorious ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those will increase who run after other gods. I will not pour out the, their libations of blood or take up their names on my lips. Lord, you have assigned me my portion and my cup. You have made my lot secure. The boundary li lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord. Listen to this verse eight. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. And I just want to stop there for a second. Because I think a lot of times when, when you know, you see bad news or you hear bad news or, or, or somebody said this or somebody did this, you kind of get on the defensive. But the thing is, as Christians, we need to take a, a position of offense. In other words, we need to be prepared before anything even happens. And so this verse is, I have set the Lord always before me. So I, it's like you're ready to go. You're ready to face whatever... Uh, um, opposition might come your way and so you know I always I, I know not everybody here um, likes sports um, but I do so when we're talking about you know offense and defense um, you know the, the the thing of when you're on offense you know you're 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 attacking um, you're attacking the opposition so in other words um, let's let's take football for an example because football um, you know, you have two, it's kind of like almost sort of two separate teams, if you want to put it that way. And, and the teams on offense, their job is they have to score points. And so they're, they're, they have to push back against the other team's defense, pushing back against the opposition. And they came up, they come up with a game plan. How are we going to attack this opposition so that we could win the game? And then when you look at the defensive side of the ball, um, you look at the defensive side of the ball and they are, they have to say, well, we have to stop that other team. What are we going to do to stop them? And, you know, the, the thing is when we're, when we're, we take our positions as, as, as Christians, as children of God, I would rather take the plan that says, how am I going to win this, this game? How am I going to, to, to be the, the, the better team rather than thinking to myself, uh Oh, how do I defend against this? I don't know what they're going to do to me. We're going to have to, because you know, you know what happens a lot of the time is that you can scout the other team's defense 
Um, <laughs> a good offense is, is the best defense. That, that's a good quote. Um, you could scout the other team to try to figure out how to attack them. But then a lot of time you, you, the game begins and the, the other team's offense changes it up. And then the defense is like, okay, we, we got to adjust here. We got to change it up. We got to figure it out. I would rather be the ones who set the tone, dictate the pace of the game and says, I am attacking this opposition. I'm not waiting to see what they're going to do. I already have a plan ahead of time that says, this is what I'm going to do. You have to deal with it. And so we have to take a posture as Christians and say, I already know what I'm going to do. So the opposition is going to have to deal with me. You know, I think it's Steph who said, um, um, you know, that, that, that watch out devil because we're coming together. That's right. He's going to have to figure something else out to take us out because we've already decided this is how we're going to attack. This is how we're going to take ground. And, 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 the, and the, 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 whoever's on defense is going to have to figure it out. I'm not going to wait to see what the quarterback's doing before I make my plan. Because, you know, um, <laughs> I remember there was, um, there's this coach and he's like this really great defensive coach. And so what tends to happen is his defense is so good that the other team can't even do anything. And then he faced a, a quarterback who was so talented that he was just, he was eating the defense alive. And the coach is like, I didn't have any answers for him. And that's how it's going to be. I'm going to tell you this tonight. That's how it's going to be for the devil. He is not going to have an answer for, for, for a, a mobilized church that is, is, is uh, uh, um, fastened together. Thanks to times of refreshing like we had last night. Thanks to, to our faith being built up. Thanks to, to connections that are being made and community that's being made. You know, there, there are people who I've only known for a few months. And, and I feel such a connection with them, even though I, I haven't known them very long. Because we're people that come together with, with a, a, a singleness of mind and singleness of heart. That we're all on the same team. That we understand what our, our mission is. So let's be one of those those teams on the offense and say, I am going to play my game. The defense has no choice but to adjust to me. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Sheba made a good comment earlier. I'm just going to go back. She says, it implies that you have set the Lord. It comes from you once something is set, it can't be moved. I, <laughs> that's once you set the Lord there. The only way that you can move it is if you pull away from the Lord. But we're not pulling away from the Lord. So, so it's not like all of a sudden God's going to be like, okay, now, now you're going to get shaken a little bit. No, I have set the Lord always before me. I will not be shaken. Like I said before, I have already made a decision that I am in covenant with God. And so whatever opposition comes, I'm already ready. I'm already set. I already know what to do. I already have the victory in Christ. I don't have to ask questions. How am I going to, how are we going to figure this out? I don't know what to do. No, I've already made up my mind before something even happens. And so if something does happen, I know how to defeat it. It cannot defeat me. And that's the posture that we have to take because friends, news articles like that came out today, they'll keep coming out. And that's just how it's going to be because the, the, the wicked people of this world, they're not going to stop. 
they, they're not going to stop. They want to achieve the wicked agenda that they have, just like we want to achieve the mission that we have on this earth. But guess what? Guess who's more powerful? <laughs> it's not them. Don't fall for that. It feels sometimes like it's them because it feels like they have a lot of power. They have a lot of influence. They have a lot of everything. And it feels like it's like if they say something, then we're stuck. Um, uh, we're stuck having to comply. Nope. Nope. That's not how it works. They aren't more powerful. They want you to think that they are, but they're not exactly anything to drag this on because they don't want to let it go. They don't want to let it go. Let me keep reading. That's right. We're on the winning side. Therefore, verse nine, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body will also rest secure because you will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy one see decay. And this is the verse. This is a scripture that my, my, my key scripture. Verse 11, you have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. And another uh, uh, translation, the one that I, I, my favorite translation says, in your presence, there is fullness of joy. And you know, I, you know the way I am. I like to have fun. I like to laugh. Um, because joy is, is, is something from the Lord. It's the second fruit of the spirit. Love, joy. Yes. It's the second fruit of the spirit. God doesn't want us to be, to be like walking around with our, our head hanging down. No, you walk up with, you walk around with your head high and you say, thank you, Lord, that in your presence, there is fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore at your right hand. Amen. Let, let me continue uh, uh, reading because like I said, the, 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 the the theme that was on my heart for tonight's broadcast that I felt last night is, is thinking about how we're refreshed uh, because of each other. The way that we were refreshed um, last night in hearing the testimonies. Because you know what? Um, in the presence of the Lord, there's joy. And last night, when people were sharing their testimonies, because there is nothing more that the Lord loves than to have his name glorified uh, uh, and praised and, and his, his miracles known to everybody. That's why we say things. That's why we talk about things. Yeah, that's right. God is the lifter of our heads. Our he hold your head up high. If you, I, I, you know what? And uh, my mom will agree. I tend to like slouch a little bit. I don't know why. I just do. I wish I didn't. Like I, I need to like get get better posture. But it's because you know, take that posture of holding your head up and saying, "There, I, I, I am walking with the Lord. I am filled with joy." You know, um, and and there's nothing there's nothing better than having boasting on what the Lord has done, right? Not not. <laughs> Maybe Sheba. Loretta, you're going to be with us soon. And it's going to be a great weekend. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's nothing better than being... Because when you're in the presence of God, I think, you know, because that's, when that scripture says, in his presence is fullness of joy. And last night, the presence of God was in that place. And I think that that was part of the reason why people were, 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 were so willing 
to come up to the front, it's not easy to stand in front of a crowd of people. You know, a lot of people have, you know, I, I, I've, I've mentioned it many times before that I'm, that I'm, a, I'm a shy person. I was a shy person. I'm still a little bit shy. I mean, I can't even imagine, like, you know, when I was, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, standing in front of a crowd and speaking. When I got baptized, I was, I can't remember, was I 13 or 14 or 15? Maybe 16. One of those numbers, when I got baptized, I, I did not want, so, so, okay, so back in the day, what would happen is when people would come to get baptized, they would like share a little testimony. I was 15. Thank you, mom. Um, they would share a little testimony and I was so shy. I, I wrote it down and I gave it to my youth pastor and he read it. Because, I mean, standing in front of the whole church and our old church, it's like when you're in the baptismal tank, you're like really high. <laughs> and so you're kind of like looking down on like this huge room of people because it was a big room. And back then it was always full. Um, like now, it's more full now, maybe, but it was, it was full back then too. And, and I was so shy, I couldn't do it. And, um, and so I had my youth pastor read it. So that was when I was 15 years old. So I understand it's not easy. So not only is it not easy to stand up in front of people and speak, it's not easy to share, you know, deep things about yourself or things that you've been through. But I, I really believe that because the atmosphere in the place was so filled with the presence of God, it's like it, it helped people have the confidence to stand up and speak. And, and that's why, you know, the, it was such a, it was so refreshing because you heard all these different people. Um, you know, that I, some people that I've never heard before and, and, and speaking. And I was like, man, I'm so proud of everybody for doing that because that, that's what the presence of God does. That's why I love that scripture because there's joy. And, and, and let me tell you something. There was joy in that place, not just joy, the person she was there, but also joy, the spirit of joy, right? And, 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 and I think that it, yeah, that, that's a, that's a good way of putting it, Lori, that there, that. You do have to be vulnerable in a sense, but it's also a safe place because you're among your brothers and sisters. And I want to read um, a small book called Philemon or possibly Philemon, which sounds like Philemonio. So I'm not sure if that's how you say it. I'm going to say Philemon and I can be completely wrong, but that's how, that's how I'm going to say it. If anyone has any, um, you know how I am with pronouncing. It's not my thing. So if anyone has any thoughts about how Philemon, the book of Philemon is, is pronounced, let me know because I, I'm not sure. Um, and so I want to start at verse four because now Paul is, is talking about, um, actually, no, let me start at verse one. Paul, Phil, okay, wait, Steph's saying Philemon, Philemon. Okay, I was close. I said Philemon. Um, interesting name, Philemon. If anyone, um, you know, if anyone's like, <laughs> Sheba, what's wrong with the way I say Reese's? I don't know. File like a folder. Philae. Oh, I see what you're saying. Anyways, <laughs> there's only one chapter in, in this book. Verse one, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our dear friend and fellow worker, to Aphia, our sister, to 
Arch Archippus, our, I think, yeah, our fellow soldier, to the, and to the church that meets in your home. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank God as I remember you in my prayers because I hear about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you will have a full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the saints. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with Reese's. I still don't know. What am I saying wrong? <laughs> you have refreshed the hearts of the saints. Is that is that beautiful? Am I the only one? Philemon? Philemon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I have no idea. Am I the only one who, who finds that to be a beautiful verse? Your love has given me great joy and encouragement. That's what happens with the fellowship of the brothers and sisters, right? Paul and Paul was in prison. Paul was in prison and he's saying, we'll call him Phil. Yeah, we're going to call him Phil. Thanks, Melina. We're just going to go with Phil. Um, and he's saying, I'm thanking God. And I'm remembering you in my prayers because of your faith and because your love has brought me great joy and encouragement. Philemon. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I'm gonna call this pronounce phi like Thai. Oh, oh phi Philemon. Is it that? Have I found it? Guys, have I found it? Philemon. I think I just found it. I think we just had a breakthrough. Philemon. Wow. That was, guys, that was an adventure. <laughs> oh my goodness. Whew. Okay. And <laughs> remember when I was trying to pronounce Lou's name? Anyways, um, <laughs> wow. I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith. You know, I feel like, thanks Rick. Thank Rick, Rick bailing me out. He's saying, I'm just going to say it however I want. You know, be active in sharing your faith in, in a full understanding of every good thing we have. Sharing the goodness of God. Sharing the good things he's done. Sharing the good news of the gospel. And your love has given me great joy and encouragement. There is joy and encouragement because of each other. Because of the brothers and sisters in Christ. You have refreshed the hearts of the saints. And I, I don't know about you, but I think after last night, our hearts were refreshed. And I think after tonight, our, our hearts are being refreshed because we're laughing together and we're having fun together. You know, I remember growing up, it's like we always were very stoic all the time, you know, in church. And we're always very like, you know, we have to be reverent. And there should certainly be a reverence in the house of God and a respect in the house of God. Absolutely. But. When the Bible says in his presence is fullness of joy, it means that it's okay to be joyful. It's okay to encourage each other. In fact, it's necessary to encourage each other, right? The joy of the Lord is our strength. It is necessary. Uh, that Lynn, that would be, well, I read verses one to seven because there's only one chapter. I agree, Loretta, right? 
joy and encouragement. Why? From other people. Joy and encouragement because of, and refreshing the hearts of the saints. Isn't that how we should be speaking about each other? Isn't that how we should be speaking about what it's like when we come together? That, that as a result, that our hearts have been refreshed. I'm going to read one more before I close tonight. 1 Corinthians 16. And 1 Corinthians, exactly, Lisa. Uh, 1 Corinthians 16, it starts with, uh, it starts with talking about taking an offering. <laughs> and then let me go to, uh, well, actually, no, I'm, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, I'm just going to read, starting at verse 13. So 1 Corinthians 16, 13 says, Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage. Be strong. Do everything in love. Verse 18. For they have refreshed my spirit and yours also. Such men deserve recognition. Paul was giving recognition to Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Aetius. That's a mouthful. For, the way, for, for, for their devoted service to the saints. Um, actually, you know what? I'll read again 13. I'll just read the whole way through. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage. Be strong. Do everything in love. You know that the household of Stephanus were the first converts in Achia, and they have devoted themselves to the service of the saints. I urge you, brothers, to submit to such as these and to everyone who joins in the work and labors at it, ministers, pastors, evangelists. I was glad when Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Aetius arrived, for they have supplied what was lacking from you, for they refreshed my spirit and yours also. Such men deserve recognition. The Bible says, refresh others and you yourself will be refreshed. And you know, the, the, the beginning of that verse, again, talking about giving. And so that's interesting, but I'm not going to, it's not a subject about giving tonight. It's a subject about refreshing. And so, so multiple times, Paul talks about how, how others refreshed him, how others helped him, how others encouraged him. They encouraged him through their giving. They encouraged him through their faith. They encouraged him. Uh, through the things that they did for the Lord. And that's what it's all about. That, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, Lisa said that's why it's important to meet in person. Steph says, and just doing other things as well. You know, Steph, I'm glad you said that because you are one of the most encouraging people I've ever met. You're always like baking stuff for people and giving stuff to people. Everybody, Maria as well. Maria like gave me an entire garden. Uh, Mel uh, uh, breaks bread for everybody. Um, I, I'm sorry if I left someone out. I just got, I, I mean, I remember I would, I would literally like get stuff. Sylvana baked me cookies. Um, she does a great job at it. Um, ah, man, I, I feel like I'm leaving people out. Jill gave me this soap that has a picture of a llama on it. And it's like my favorite soap jar, just to say. Um, Lisa's given, Lisa gives stuff. She, Lisa does a lot of stuff for people, by the way. And I, man, I shouldn't have started naming people because I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, cause everybody's great. Um, Auntie Julia, um, contributed to my llama collection with a lot of stuff. Um, so I, I'm sorry, please. I think I might've left somebody out, but, um, I always honor everybody whenever, uh, Josie just gave me like boxes of Kleenex that have llamas on it. 
and I don't want to use them because I don't want to throw out the box. So <laughs> I might forever have these unopened boxes of Kleenex because I don't want to use them um, because I want them to stay preserved forever. But everybody, man, I'm telling you, we, we refresh each other. And it's like, again, like I said, when I felt to share this tonight, um, I didn't know that the news was going to drop a bomb on us that was ridiculously discouraging and dividing. Um, and it just reminds me, okay, well, I've, well, Dad, of course, Mom doesn't like when I advertise the things she gives me, so that's why I didn't mention Mom. But Mom, my mom's obviously the most generous um, ever, but uh, she likes to she likes to do it um, uh, unpublicly, you know. But that's fine. Some people some people prefer to do things anonymously. That's totally fine too. Um, steps back. Okay, we're all right now. Um, that's, that's right, Stephanie. Stephanie says, the more we know each other, the more of a testimony of our love for the others to see. Exactly. Um, and that's, and, oh man, that's why, that's why I, I felt so refreshed last night because it was, it, and, and you see it all throughout the scripture. And that's why Paul takes the time to honor people all the time because he wants to, to, to make sure, hey, honor these people, recognize these people. They refresh others. They've refreshed me. They'll refresh you. And that's how we should be speaking about one another. And that's why I always give shout outs to people um, when, when, when they're so generous to me. Because, you know, I, I want to honor them and I want to recognize them. You know, refresh others and you yourself will be refreshed. And so tonight, I don't want you to, to, to remember. Um, because again, you're going to get off this broadcast and you're going to see stuff on the news. And you're going to hear stuff. And listen, don't let it get you down. Remember, when you're in covenant with God, he is always with you and you will never be shaken. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. Um, I thank you for every single person watching tonight. I thank you uh, uh, for their faith. I thank you for their, for their courage. I thank you for, uh, uh, for their dedication and the hunger that they have to hear your word. I thank you that, that every week they take the time, time out of their day, and everybody has busy lives, but they, they set aside this time to listen to the teaching of your word and to be refreshed. And I pray that every single one of them would have a, 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 a renewed sense of joy and a renewed sense of refreshing thanks to your spirit uh, and the fullness of joy that comes through the presence of God. Father, I pray, and I'm going to say this prayer for the nation of Canada. The devil is not allowed to tread on this nation so long as there are people of faith that live in this country. I don't care what our, what our constitution says. I don't care who's sitting in our government. I don't care about the plans that the devil has because they are not stronger than my God. They are not stronger than that resurrection power that resides on the inside of me and that resides on the inside of the people who are watching tonight. So devil be on notice. And he's, let me tell you something, he's not listening because he's not allowed anywhere near me, so he can't even hear. But if he happens to get wind of this, be on notice. You're going to have to come up with something else because we are taking ground for the kingdom. You have no authority over us in the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus, I pray that this country will once again be submitted to righteousness and once again be submitted to God, that we are not going to be subject to the wickedness that the enemy has in store for us because he has no idea what's in store for him. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Not today or any other day. Amen.